Good morning, Pam. A breathtaking bride, our Julia. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Well, given the fact it is uh, the Emerson wedding, there is a lot of prestige with that. Um, so much fun to be celebrating uh, the nuptials of Gabriel and Julia, uh, which occurred in 2012, excuse, 20, 2011, sorry, 2011. Um, the book came out in 2012, 2011. Um, and I know you uh, had a special music set this morning. What were... Uh, what did you, uh, sorry about that. I, I had the wrong device set up on my voice. So anyway, <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. So with the music that I have set up for this morning, Lee is getting jealous. Everybody's getting jealous. You know, we are in Mercury retrograde. <laughs> yes, someone mentioned that to me the other day. <laughs> and that made a lot of sense. Yes, it does. It does. So anyway. Great, so, Pam. Pam, they hear you now. Good. I'm so glad. And uh, nice uh, be Betty's here. saying, I always picture Paul imagining Julian Gabriel's wedding and Lacrimosa playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> well. That would be fun, right? I, it would be. I it imagine. would be. <laughs> Well, the music that I selected for this this glorious event um, basically comes from the book. As uh, uh, I started with Hezu Joy of Man's Desiring, which is by Bach. And Sheep May, Gaze, May Safely Graze, also by Bach. And he ended the, uh, the march down the aisle after the ceremony to uh, exaltate jubilant and uh, uh by mozart so what i decided to do is also add the goldberg variations uh into nice. that mix so they're you know very classical and the whole the goldberg variations supposedly take are supposedly carry you through a mass according to what i've read about it so well i think that is beautiful and I think um, SR always has a way of integrating all the arts um, with uh, his work. And that is something mm -hmm. um, that is very meaningful and spiritual. And I, I, I do want to note, I do want to note and give lots of hugs and love going to Ms. Cheryl down in Atlanta. She's mm. stopping in to say hello. Um, sadly, she's dealing with some deaths. Um, both her cousin and boyfriend died of covid this week she's pretty I'm messed so up i'm so sorry um she said i'll try to be together next week well you know cheryl we are always here for you you can always listen to us if you need a little escape mm -hmm. and um you know please reach out she's saying i'm going to hang in there and know it will all get better it will but it's it's hard and i'm so so sorry and there's because we have wonderful community members everyone's putting in some lovely 
condolences and messages. You know, you're getting love around the world. I see Franca's putting something in, sending love all the way from South Africa. Um, so we will be thinking of you, Cheryl. Absolutely. And, and please give your best, give our, give our condolences to your whole family. Um, that is hard. It is super hard. Yes, it is. It is. And, uh, I, you know, our thoughts and prayers are all with you too. So. Yes. And please feel free to reach like out said, if you have reach answer. out if you need anything because we're here for you. Okay. Right. Um, as you're going to be hearing some very beautiful music, hopefully that'll help, um, help in healing. Um, we, we did reach out to SR, ask him, we, I asked him <laughs> between Pam and I, we kind of barrel, we pummeled him with a lot, a lot of questions this week. Yes, we did. Um, <laughs> for, <laughs> because we wanted to do something special for the uh, 11th anniversary. Um, you know, in light of the fact that this is not just a very beautiful scene and such a beautiful part of the book, but the fact that, you know, Tosca is going to be editing mm -hmm. and finalizing this part of the film that we're going to get to see, um, you know, in the future. So it's, it's, it's very, very exciting. Um, and we're so blessed that they were able to film it. Um, I'm looking at uh, Betty saying, yes, the wedding soundtrack is mentioned in the novel. Mm -hmm. She said, I guess Ave Maria was not up to Gabriel's standard. <laughs> no, I'm sure it was. You know, and since SR really didn't, you know, how music does play throughout a mass or, or ceremony, um, he didn't mention what was going on through part of the mass. I mean, a lot of weddings or funerals, for that matter, that mm -hmm. have gone to, especially uh, at the around time of communion, uh, uh, after everybody receives, there's a, some time of reflection there. And uh, Ave Maria, a lot of times, is played in that at, at that point. So, I, you know, he didn't mention it. And uh, so that's what it was. But it's a beautiful, I, I, it's a beautiful song. I, I think he, you know... Uh, always weaves in kind of beauty in all different forms, and I think Absolutely. this is one one way they're doing one way they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm laughing because I also see you know Betty made the reference about Lacrimosa, and um, it's very very sweet that Franca said, "Oh, poor Paul." I do feel for him, Betty. So I'm sure for Paul, the wedding day was very very bittersweet. I'm sure it was. I mean, you know, when I'm, I was going back over the chapters where uh, they were getting ready for the wedding and uh, looking at that part of the, of the of rapture, you know, she I know she sent Paul an invitation, but, you know, he was like, well, you know, my father's had this heart attack, so I'm not going to be good, which perfectly logical excuse for not going to a wedding. But also, I think it was because he was kind of, he didn't want to deal with that. It was a little painful for him, I'm sure. Having yeah, and I also think, I think it's really, really challenging. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, as Betty says, my sweet Paul, January 21st is a difficult day. And Franca, 
I'm sorry you have to leave us so soon. She said, sorry, have to leave. It's just got an unexpected visitor. As you know, I'm hopefully on my way to the UK on Thursday. So hope to join you from there next week. Fingers crossed for you, uh, Franca. She said, we'll listen to the playback later. Really bummed I have to go now. Keep safe and um, we'll try to keep in touch from the UK. Safe travels for you, Franca. No worries. Um, we are very, very hopeful that you have a wonderful journey to visit your family. And enjoy um, visiting with your daughter and granddaughter and grandchildren. And that's an important thing, too. So have a great yeah. time and stay safe. Yes. <laughs> Betty's taking her sweet paw to a bar. And they'll drink the pain away. <laughs> well, I wonder where by Essex Junction there's a good bar. <laughs> Let me see if I can find one for you. <laughs> <laughs> Betty is used to Pam uh, pointing out all of the major drinking holes along any major routes in the <laughs> northeastern United States. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing and making that comment because on our, our trip to Boston, um, we were driving right through where Pam used to live in New York State, and uh, every <laughs> every exit we had a story. It was it was great. It was really really great. <laughs> well, you know, well, there's two good places here, Betty, <laughs> that look that look good. There's the Pearl Street Pub, and that's in Essex Junction, and there's also Cody's Irish Pub and Grill. So. Just a, you, I think you could have a progressive. Uh, yes. Progressive. Start at one uh, and go to the other. Yes. Start start in one at mm-hmm. the Pearl, I think, and then you, you'll want to end at the Irish pub. Right. And they're both right in Essex Junction. They don't look too far from each other. But then again, what can I tell you? <laughs> I almost feel like that's a great fanfic or an outtake SR could write. <laughs> Betty's saying, Pam, the boss will make a fortune out of you. Every time you mention a bar story, he will get a quarter. (laughs) Hey, listen, he'll make more money out of that than than some of the uh, (laughs) chats he's been on uh, where it's, are you married? Will you marry me? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I think uh, think he'll have... uh, He'll have lots of extra extra mm. money at his disposal. Yes, he so will. Spe- so speaking of our dear friend, SR. Uh, speaking did- of our dear friend, Walter, go lie down. I'm not going to deal with this today. <laughs> Walter wants to say hello to SR and all of you today. Um, as well as uh, we did ask him, you know, Pam used to give the news, the news but he had but a very, had a very brief, brief response, response to our to question, our question about, upcoming about upcoming news. news. So, so um, um, I'm just I'm going just to, going let, to you let you know that, that SR, SR is saying, saying he has more, more good news, good news more good news, news is coming, coming. but he's trying to Walter's trying to find out what the good news is, but SR is sharing it. He wants to, but he can't, and that's what he's saying. More good news is coming, but I can't share it yet. Yeah, and that's where it is. More good news is coming. Betty's saying so. she hears an echo. That's no. because I had my headpiece undone. Okay. So I could try to get Walter to a bone so that he would not bark. So anyhow. Well, I you know, I think uh, Betty made the point that uh, Walter is not allowed to interrupt the wedding. 
Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> uh, that Betty, is true. Betty and uh, yes, it's all good now in terms of echoes. We are having quite the morning. I guess Mercury is in retrograde. It is. It is up. It started last week, and I think it ends at the the beginning of February. Okay. Good so. to know. Good to know. Time mm-hmm. to like bury, bury, stay buried in, in under the uh, blankets for a while, right? Mm-hmm. So absolutely. We, uh, so we know that good news is coming. SR wants to share. He can't yet. I'm very excited about that because it could mean so many different things. Um, and he, we did have a little bit of fun last week. The Gabriel's promise had a flash sale, which mm-hmm. was, was really great. And I, I know, I know, I saw a couple people were excited that they were able to buy that at the dollar ninety nine rate. Mm-hmm. Um, Tosca's little flash of the uh, her. Editing oh. three things, working on three projects at once, and uh, seeing our very special guest uh, neighbor, SIR, yes, the neighbor, SIR, um, I think was with really, the, really with great. The so, beret, he had a black beret. Yes, yes, so that's and... gonna be fun. The little cameo. No, it's not actually SR. Everybody asks, you know, people wanted to right. know if he, he was making a cameo in the movie, as some of the other authors do. No, mm-hmm. SR wants to be and remain private. And True. And we that's all uh, that. an actor that they used. Yes. He had lots of hair, but then again, SR has always stated that he has lots of hair on his head. Yes, yes. Although although this cameo does have a uh, <clears throat> a nice cookie duster with beard attached. <laughs> I love Which, it. Which, nothing wrong with that either. Just saying. Yes. Yes, the French-Canadian neighbor. Yes. Um, and yes, uh, Elena, Tosca is so amazing. I mean, she really is remarkable and with yes. the amount of content she produces um and betty's like but the actor did borrow the boss's beret <laughs> i'm kidding she said that is but so we know, true we do know berets are in the uh are in the world of gabriel and that's, that's, uh yes they are and julia so and that would make and, perfect I, have, sense. and I have a very nice red beret as a matter of fact that i do mm-hmm. like to wear in the winter time <laughs> and kenzie welcome welcome she's entering with sir and Walter, and Walter barking. barking, of course. <laughs> He's saying hello to you, Kenzie. That's right. He misses you, Kenzie. <laughs> yes. So it's it's really wonderful um, to have had that little glimpse. I think that was really fun. And as we talk about today's uh, anniversary episode, we're going to focus on many of the things about the wedding and then talk about uh, what they're doing and for I'm the anniversary. And I'm going to try to shut Walter up for a minute. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, not only did Kenzie just join us, but hello, Ellie. Good morning. Um, <laughs> and Betty's asking, how is Mrs. Christian Vit? <laughs> so that's very sweet. And I'm just I'm just so happy. I see Ashley was on Betty, of course, Elena, the SR Fox. Glad you could join us this week. I hope you're having a good afternoon, Anna. And um, I know Cheryl stopped in briefly as well as Franca. So um, really, really great to uh, have you all in the chat room. Um, Sorry. 
<clears throat> we asked SR about uh, the wedding and about how he evolved this um, this idea and 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 some elements of, in it. So the first question we asked is when when you began writing the series, even hearkening back to the fan fiction days, um, had you envisioned the wedding and the specifics of the wedding? For example, did you always have it set in Italy or did it evolve? And SR said for the wedding, I had always envisioned them getting married in Assisi and the wedding would have been in Italian. Ugh, I'm just melting. I know, I know. Right, and I'll put yeah. that little interlude in the chat box. Yeah, you know, um, it's, always, it's always fun when when you're an American and you go, and, and you go to a church and being Catholic, if you go to a Catholic church in a foreign country, to hear the mass in that language, it's always, I don't know, just, it's different and it's nice. Nice to it's, it's beautiful. I, yeah. I love that. I love visiting churches. I love visiting and attending service in different parts mm -hmm. of, of uh, wherever we are. You know, I, I was, I loved going to mass um, in New Orleans and uh, at, the is it St. Louis St. Louis Louis yeah St. St. Louis Cathedral yeah mm -hmm. beautiful beautiful I yeah I've I've heard French Canadian said mass in French Canadian in Quebec mm -hmm. and Irish in Ireland <laughs> <laughs> and not Gaelic just the brogue um, of course you could have heard that here anyway uh, and in French in Paris at Notre Dame and in Italy in Florence. Mm. I love it. I love it. Uh, Betty noted at the beginning, I was so excited about Julian Gabriel's wedding, but in the end, I ended up more excited with Rachel and Aaron's wedding, which I, you know, I could, I could see, I could see both. Uh, I, there were, there was different elements, um, he had different levels of detail in different parts of the wedding. Um, Betty notes she'll need Rosetta Stone for Julian Gabriel's wedding. And Anna said, we had a prayer after communion in Italian at my wedding. Oh, my gosh, oh, Anna, how beautiful. beautiful. Anna. That is really beautiful. Yeah, I had he added in the Italian because um, one of the questions was, were they was the vow, you know, was the service in English, in Italian? Mm -hmm. Or both, or Latin. I think it, I asked English, yeah, Italian, so Latin. or Latin. Um, uh, my my wedding was actually a bilingual ceremony, English and Spanish. So, if you ever attended a Catholic wedding with a mass, with full mass, imagine that doubled. <laughs> so, no, my we didn't do everything. No. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do everything that way. We we flipped it and we you know we we merged it, but um, very very. Um, I just Italian would have been um, I just beautiful and I love the fact that he always envisioned them I was curious a lot sometimes he'll write and it will evolve and other times mm -hmm. he, he knows exactly where he's going with it and in this case with the wedding that had been an early vision <clears throat> um, Betty asked if we wrote our own vows we actually did not write our own vows we stayed very old-school traditional um, it was really fun. It was, it was really, we had a great time at our wedding. It was beautiful. And Jim and um, I did, did attempt our writing our vows and we ended up with the traditional. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. we both got too nervous. 
Yeah, it's interesting because we're both communicators. I don't even, you know, it wasn't, it was one thing we didn't, you know, I think we just wanted to stick to kind of keep keeping on um, tradition. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was, it was, it was loads of fun. Uh, Elena was noting at the weddings, she loved that Richard dance with Juliet, Rachel and Aaron's wedding. I know that was such a beautiful scene. That was beautiful. And good morning, Floor. I see that Floor joined us. Um, You know, so not only did SR envision the wedding being in Italy, he was very clear that Assisi was the place that they were going to be married. So we did some research on uh, the venue of the wedding, the Basilica of St. Francis of Assisi. And the city itself was the birthplace of St. Francis. Um founder of the religious order of the Franciscans, um, which is actually the religious order where um, my husband and I um, was, were married as well. So I have something in common with Julian Gabriel. I was married by a Franciscan priest. Um, and the, the basilica itself was added to the UNESCO World Heritage List in 2000. So it's a protected site. Um, and, and, and really noted as one of the important treasures of the world. Um, ac- according to that committee, Assisi constitutes a singular model of continuous history intertwined with the city sanctuary's cultural and territorial identity. In particular, the Basilica brings together a number of masterpieces of creative human genius and is an extraordinary example of the type of architectonic complexity that has significantly influenced the development of art and architecture. Um, and just, if you think about that, what a perfect venue mm-hmm. for the two, for the professor and the professor to be. I mean, absolutely. It, it just, I can understand why SR had that in mind when he wrote this. It just mm-hmm. makes such great sense. Um, and, uh, Sima Bue, Giotto, the Lorenzetti brothers, Simone Martini, um, some of the greatest artists of the 14th century, actually painted frescoes on the walls and ceilings of the basilica. And the site is an obligatory destination for many, um, both believers and non-believers alike, who appreciate the Franciscan message. And I have to say, I am sorry Franca had to leave because she, I know, she has been there. An Italian, proud Italian um, really, uh, I know she's been there. And um, if you're listening to this um, on on uh, the recording, Franca, we're thinking of you, because um, we know you've been to Assisi. And I know you feel very strongly about how beautiful and um, just how precious that that place is. Um, I it's it's, uh, I, I can tell you, you know, the believers and non believers alike, I have friends who've been there who are non believers but made the comment that it honestly was such a spiritual place and the feel of the place was unlike, and this is someone that has traveled the world extensively. Um, and he said he has never been in another place like it. He said it was really an extraordinary, um, an extraordinary space. Well, you know, so you I think what a beautiful, it, beautiful place to get married. And, and when you look at it, uh, and I, well, there's a YouTube video that I will download and put in here. Um, you know, the, just the surroundings of the place that you, you've got the hills all around you. And it's mm-hmm. like 
by itself. So I know, right. I, you know, and I know that the, you know, the there's like two uh, independent churches actually connected uh, to this. It's the Upper Basilica, which has the Gothic experience that you see. It's uh, slender and luminous. Mm. In the famous, it's famous the world over for its for, uh, frescoes that were painted in the late 1290s by Giotto and his school. There are 28 panels of these intense blue background with scenes from the life of St. Francis. And the narration for it is, is very much alive. And there are other masterpieces by Italian... Italian artists as well, including Giotto. And, and if you've, this I do have a picture of because when I was in uh, Florence, I got a picture of Giotto's cross. Mm. And when we were in St. Francis, when we were in Boston, um, they also had a, a form of the Giotto's cross there in their, in their ch chapel. Um, so beautiful. And the, the Symbu, uh, uh, frescoes are in the transit and the cross and vaults and apses. The lower basilica is, is, is darker and it's more austere and thought it is to be decorated by yet more grand masterworks, particularly the Florentine and Sienese schools of the 1300s. Uh, and that would be Giotto and his inner circle, Simbu, Simone Martini, and Pietro Lorenzetti. The um, there was a problem uh, in 1997 with an earthquake that did cause a lot of extensive damage to the upper basilica, uh, the vault of which crumbled in, at two points at the uh, Tympium and the transit. Um, it's about 1,400 square feet of medieval frescoes that were reduced into thousands of fragments. Mm. Uh, the, <clears throat> the restoration has be worked started immediately and we're finished in record time. So they're back, basically, it's the frescoes. So. Gorgeous. And, uh, yeah. So as I said, to visit the Basilica, it's, it's not completely without a look at the cloister and inside the Museum of Treasury. So um, I have a, 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 let me grab it, just a YouTube video that you can connect on to so you can I take can, a look at it. That's I the link. I, do you want me to put that in? I already got it. Good. I've been. Uh, I, I'm, I'm noting uh, again. Good morning. I see Shell also just joined and Madcap too. Welcome, welcome. Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about the wedding of Gabriel and Julia in um, the Florentine or <laughs> in the Florentine series in um, the Gabriel's Inferno series, mm -hmm. and we are talking about the location of Assisi and. Pam is just put the YouTube video. If you want to take a look, it is just stunning. Um, Assisi is definitely one of the places um, on my list of, of where I would like to go um, when I travel to Italy because I'm putting it out there. I will be traveling there at some point. Um, Always put and, it in and the positive and it will happen. That's right. Putting it out there to the universe. And, and I'm looking at some of the chat uh, comments. Um, you know, Betty noted she was surprised Julia didn't wear a cathedral veil, and we'll be talking about the, her wedding attire soon. Mm -hmm. um, ladies and gentlemen, um, Kenzie said the wedding scene in the book is very emotional. Uh, she wishes they could have actually filmed at the St. Francis Basilica, 
but she's excited to see the church they chose and the hymns. So am I. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see this. It is going to be stunningly beautiful. Absolutely. Um, Betty noted um, she knows Julia and Gabriel married in Assisi, and Raven and William made their vows in the Duomo. Where do you think Acacia and Nicholas would marry? Ooh, that could be a whole... We could have a whole thing on that. Oh, yeah, we could do a whole... We could do a whole podcast on that. Just on that. I love that, Betty. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm already voting for Santorini, but I'm a little biased. Um, That that would be for Nicholas and Acacia, I think. Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I actually, I think they probably Paris, right, where they met. I don't know. We, we could go down that rabbit hole in another podcast. I love that idea, though. Oh, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, Anna's noted that she thinks the sidebar of Gabriel and Julian's rekindled relationship at Rachel and Aaron's wedding will be interesting, which mm-hmm. I love that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Flora said, I follow a page on Twitter about Assisi that posts the most beautiful pics of the landscape I'm dying to visit. I'm Catholic and love experiencing different churches. I visited the church right by the Trevi Fountain back in August. Just mm. gorgeous. Ah, oh, Laura, what a treat. That is a treat. And I love the fact that you follow a page on Assisi. I might have to t- check that out. Um, and Betty noted Paris would be nice. I think Paris is always a good idea, right? What we're, oh, That's a line. Absolutely. Isn't that a line from... Sabrina. I think the movie Sabrina. Yes, the movie Sabrina had that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. I love that. So, you know, Assisi, beautiful setting. I can't wait to see how they portray this, this scene in the film. Um, because the wedding itself was just beautifully written in the book. Um, and... Uh, you know, one of the things we, Betty had referenced about the cathedral veil, she was surprised that uh, they chose not to include it. And um, one of the questions we asked SR um, as as we were reflecting on the wedding and the beautiful, um, the just beautiful chapter um, covering the wedding was who was the designer of Julianne's organza gown and white cape? Mm-hmm. And what about her shoes, I asked. Jimmy Choo's, Louboutin, other. And we noted that Pam was barefoot when she got married. <laughs> and I wish I could have been at that wedding. Um, <laughs> it was an interest. Yes. It was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I also asked about the designer for Gabriel's tux and his shoes as well. And um, yes, Betty, we should wear fascinators for the wedding. It feels very, very royal. Uh, <laughs> We were laughing about that because, you know, earlier when we first started the podcast, you guys heard, um, you know, we were saying, oh, we feel like we're a wedding commentator on a, at a royal yes. wedding because yes. um, it was such an it is such an auspicious occasion in the storyline of these two characters. Um, but I, <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll, I'll dig out my fascinator right now. Yes, yes. Um, and in the book itself, I mean, the actual wedding ceremony, January 21st, um, was chapter 55 of Gabriel's Rapture. So, again, this will be coming out, I believe, part three of the film series. And um, it, 
is going it's it's we're, the 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 dress everything is described um beautifully mm -hmm. and sr said i believe a reader helped me choose the dress years ago and the designer was monique lulier in mm -hmm. fact i had saved a photo of the dress in my archives and was able to share it with tosca so they had the wedding dress custom made in Italy for Melanie for the film. And she looked beautiful. Readers are really going to enjoy the wedding. And he noted the tuxedos were Armani. So. And if, in, in the book itself, it, it, you know, she, she's gone uh, shopping on Newberry Street in Boston. Mm -hmm. And she does add to the accessories of the dress that Tom paid for. I wonder how much that was set him back. Um, <clears throat> and how many mortgages he had to take on his house for it. Um, <laughs> she did get a white cape to wear over the dress because it's cold in January and it's easy. Right. And she also did have a veil and it was ankle length. Ah. I love it. I love mm -hmm. it. And and um, people are very excited about the the dress. And Flora said it's the page. Oh, she meant, mentioned the Assisi page. is Foto di Assisi on Twitter. It's amazing. I will follow that, Flora. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, and Betty noted, I would be surprised if Professor Picton wore a tiara for the wedding. Uh, Brenda saying Louboutins for sure <laughs> in terms of the shoes. Actually, they, were noted they recreated they were... Julia's dress for the film. And yes, I mean, that's I, I put the answer in the chat box. Yeah. And SR said specifically they had it custom made, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Anna said in this setting, the ladies would be wearing the lace mantillas old school. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, I could see that. And Flora cannot wait for the dress. It's going to be and fun. Armani is very nice, Kansby noted, Absolutely. for the tuxedos. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to put that in as well. So mm -hmm. we have that answer. Um, and Betty's saying, let's be honest, though. Gabriel's probably more concerned about the special lingerie Julia is wearing. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's a big part of it. But, I, you know, I, I think for the particular chapter of the wedding ceremony, SR kind of waited for that for the honeymoon. <laughs> And I think, um, I think uh, that <laughs> I think Gabriel just wants her to feel as special as he feels for her. He wants mm -hmm. this day to be beautiful for her. Absolutely. <laughs> Anna noted Louboutin red soles would be glaring when she knelt, though. <laughs> that would be that would be true. Although my my cousin Bobby got married, um, his brother Ed was his best man, and. He, he took white, like, remember, I, I don't know how many of you remember white shoe polish that you'd use. Oh, yeah. For nurse's shoes or for saddle shoes or whatever. <laughs> we used to put that on, on sneakers. On, that um, too? On little keds, even the cloth keds when we uh -huh. were, I, when I was in majorettes. We had to do that to try and keep them glaringly white. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he took that and he wrote, help me on the bottom of at Bobby's shoes so and he was kneeling for the blessings and all that kind of stuff you saw Marianne in her beautiful dress and Bobby with 
help me on issues. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, memorable, right? Yes, it's absolutely. making it special. Um, absolutely. <laughs> Shell noted that all the attire for this film will be works of art. And uh, Elena noted that it's interesting for any 50 fans, um, that is the same designer that made Anna's dress for the masquerade ball. That's she can't true. wait to see this wedding dress by Monique. Julia will be so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ellie's saying, and the guys wouldn't wear bow ties like Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope, that's funny. Mm -hmm. uh, Kenzie said, I remember Tosca saying a while back they recreated Julia's dress and was so excited about that. It shows the commitment to the books. And that is so true. This is one of the reasons why we love passion flicks. They really so, pay attention. Um, so just, just a quote from the story. It says, in late November, she was on Newberry Street in Boston when she saw the dress in the window of an elegant boutique. The dress was ivory silk organza with a V-neck and little wisps of sleeve that sat high on the shoulder while the top was covered in lace. The skirt oh. was full and layered like a cloud. Oh, my gosh. And she tried it on, and it was the Monique Willow's gowns. Very, very popular. And while Julie didn't recognize the name she and, or price tag, she called Tom, and that's when Tom took care of it. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> But the shoes, actually, that she wore were not um, high-heeled. They were, they were heels, but they were not. Walking down an aisle at Assisi, she wore a lower heel as opposed to the stilettos. Yes. So. I, I think. Um, she may have saved the stilettos for the honeymoon. I think definitely. Plus, she didn't want to. I, she didn't want to have uh, any mishaps, I think. No. Um, which I would and have Betty had. noted the, the designer is mentioned. In... <laughs> Betty Betty did note note the designer is mentioned in the novel, and I think that just came through in your section you just read. And mm -hmm. Floor saying I love passion flicks for that. Their commitment to books is like no other. A bookworm's dream, which is true. 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 Um, one of the other questions we asked us are about. Um, about some of his selections were how did you select the bridal flowers two dozen white roses with holly and irises and roses for the bridal party so his answer to that was um the choice of flowers were all julianne i think irises again because of their association with gabriel and with florence and purple is her favorite color so um i put that in there as well. Mm -hmm. um, Anna noted her grandson just wore blue glitter shoes with red soles to his snowball formal last night. <laughs> Mia was in a blue <laughs> glitter sheath. I love it. I love That's it. Great. That's that is great. so much fun. I, I love I love that part of uh, that time of life, right? And the guys mm -hmm. usually will try and match the girls, and I, it's just it's so sweet. Um, Another, uh, it's a lot better than our prom days, my prom days. My uh, prom days, if you were wearing a pink dress, the guy had to wear a pink tux. Yep. <laughs> they can do what they want to do. Powder blue to powder blue. Ugh, gross. <laughs> well, one of the other things we asked SR about um, was about, um, you know, in, in developing this and, and, and bringing the book to film. 
uh, we asked him if he had um, any specific request or guidance that he shared with Mary when she was writing the screenplay. And he said he consulted on the script several times and offered feedback. But again, Mary did a fantastic job adapting it, and Tosca continued her pledge to stay true to the book, which is why we love her so much. It's true. Um, yeah, yeah, Anna noted uh, that time is when parents get to play real-life Barbie and Ken with their kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very That's very true. So. Very, very much true. so. And I, I love the... Um, I just love the interaction between the team, the creative team, um, and the partnership really between SR and Mary, as well as Tosca, you know, the partnership between the author and the screenwriter, and then the author and the director mm-hmm. and producer of the film. It just, and it shows, it shows it they've, show. uh, they've really done a phenomenal job bringing this to life. So we had, you know, in addition to talking about the actual wedding ceremony, we are aware and uh, happy that they're celebrating now 11 years of matrimonial mm-hmm. bliss. And uh, we wanted to dig in a little bit about uh, the 11 year anniversary gifts. So Pam did some research on that. I did. I went to the knot and to the bride.com and just did just did a search on 11, 11 year anniversary gifts. And the, Traditional is uh, a material, it's steel. And uh, for fashion or jewelry, it's a turquoise. And for flowers, for the 11th anniversary, it's a tulip. Uh, at the beginning of, you know, a steel wedding gift represents the strength and durability to which a perfect couple has been together for 11 years. Uh, meanwhile, the jewelry is fun and unique, just like your partner, if you're a, <laughs> a fun couple. And turquoise is uh, associated with beauty and good fortune, while tulips symbolize deep romance. I love that. Yeah, I love. I, I, I love. Mean, I, I love learning the meanings of these things. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I know that uh, my sister, uh, from her husband, rather than getting the uh, red roses at Valentine's Day or white roses, she always gets uh, red tulips. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Pink tulips were my friend Rachel's favorite. That was her absolute favorite flower. She she wanted lots of pink tulips. Always nice. Yeah. I I, I happen to like lilacs a lot. Um, mm-hmm. They're hard to come by at certain times of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. So with 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 all that, there's no reason you can't get creative for an 11th anniversary. So feel free to forego the anniversary thing themes and see what you can get i mean i've seen some i on the etsy shop i saw some really nice uh like steel wrist bracelets Mm -hmm. type things that you can put an inscription in or you know do something like that um so again the the traditional is steel i think that's really interesting yes turquoise for the gemstones and tulips and, and, and as Betty noted, we just learned a new thing. There you go. I know. And, and Anna sang a beautiful steel garden sculpture. That oh, that work. would be cool. That would you know, be very, it, very cool. And, and there were a lot of steel, which when you don't, you know, you look at steel and you think cold and whatever. But 
for me anyway. And mm -hmm. when I, you, but there's so many things you can make out of steel. It's not just, you know, for cars and pipes and whatever, mm -hmm. or, or beams, but you can do a lot of interesting, innovative things with that. that so we true. also, we, you know, we also, I suggested, which this is my personal option, um, that he upgrade her ring, which probably would have happened at the 10th anniversary. But the colors of, of the ring I would have chosen were uh, sapphires and diamonds. And again, the, the white being cold or hot and steelish in color. And the blue, is because I like the color of the blue and a turquoise. Mm -hmm. And you could do a platinum band. I think that would be gold, very cool. Or white gold. And as I mentioned to Leslie, and she proceeded to tell us our, as well, <laughs> that if I ever get engaged again, that's what I want. <laughs> and I, I, I did smile at this. I didn't tell you this, but that was exactly the ring that my friend Rachel, that was her her favorite. That that was what she had highlighted. That yeah. One of her very favorite. It's so beautiful. Um, such a beautiful combination. So, um, yeah, I, I thought that was fun. And Black Lab Lady says, I, I'm sure if Gabriel knows the steel is the 11th anniversary choice, then he'll be getting his <laughs> Superman costume out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Betty's well, saying a flamingo steel sculpture for Gabriel's garden. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Can you imagine and that? I, and the, and the, the costuming would be fun for the anniversary getaway. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, Betty said that's a good one, Black Lab Lady. <laughs> that is, that is really, really funny. Mm -hmm. Anna noted she has a diamond and sapphire in white gold band. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh, nice. beautiful. Beautiful. Nice. Well, and I think the turquoise um, is an interesting for the 11th, too. And, um, you know, it being is, an ancient. I'm ancient stone I, I always associate turquoise with with um american india or with indians mm -hmm. indigenous peoples because they, i i know especially in the southwest there's so much with turquoise and i unfortunately i used to have i unfortunately don't anymore but i used to have a beautiful squash blossom mm. that i loved and again it would work because you've got they usually when uh, the turquoise jewelry is usually made in that fashion too. They usually use silver, and the turquoise and the silver are entwined together. Oh, it's turquoise is beautiful, um, mm -hmm. and I know it's there are a lot of uh, qualities attributed to it for healing, protection, mm -hmm. um, and some note that it kindles love and romance. So, mm -hmm. I just think again. We learned something new every day. That was something new for us. Yeah, um, when, I, when I was in Colorado, I had met this guy who was a he he was um, a jewelry designer. You know, again we're talking about mid seventies Colorado, and there mm -hmm. were a lot of hippies and stuff. So um, they did. It was a beautiful. It was a, it looked like a the wings of a phoenix. And oh. The the turquoise was uh, the body of the phoenix, and it was—it wasn't big. It was very, very small that I got. But it's got its name on it, and I, I 
one thing that I have not lost. I just don't have a train for it anymore, but that's that's okay. I, I still love have it. it. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, that's beautiful. I I um I think it's nice to have mementos and treasures of of different things and I think this is, you know, that tradition of having these anniversary gifts is another way to remind you of the special day. Mm -hmm. um, I'm noting here, uh, Floor saying, that's awesome, Black Lab Lady. Can't wait to see him with kids at the orphanage when they think I he's know, Superman. I know, that's going to be fun. Oh my gosh, can you believe, I can only imagine um, Julio portraying that scene. That's priceless because mm -hmm. he's so good with kids. Um, and I think I think that will come across in his performance as Gabriel. I think that'll be fun. Mm -hmm. um, Betty's saying, question, if Gabriel upgrades Julia's ring, does that mean he buys her a new set of rings or would he just add more stones to the original ring? I'm intrigued. It's a good well, question, Betty. It is a good question. I think usually um, from my own experiences, not personally, but experiences, um, it's usually a separate ring. Or possibly mm. even a band, depending yeah. on the stone. Mm -hmm. Anna's saying, I also picture turquoise as southwestern, but I, up southwestern United States mm -hmm. from, and, but I think the old lore associated with it would be embraced by Gabriel and Julia. I, I agree. I think having those attributes make it special. <coughs> and Ellie said, my mom is from Durango, Colorado. And her father was a jeweler and had Navajo Indian artists. Lots of turquoise jewelry. Oh my gosh, what a gift. That is a so gift. So beautiful. And I, I, Betty still thinks Paul is more like Superman and Gabriel more like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we could have sunshine Superman going along, you know? I love it. Yeah. So we, Beautiful. One of the other things that we asked SR is where did they... What did they do for their anniversary? Yeah. And he, he says, answers this way. For the anniversary this year, because of COVID, Julianne and Gabriel didn't leave Massachusetts. Rachel and Aaron agreed to babysit while the Amazons went to Canyon Ranch in Lenox for a few days. And Canyon Ranch, and then he, was, he says, I was not invited. <laughs> Which is so funny. And I, I just put that in the chat box. And um, just, Canyon... the way, the, just the way he wrote it down in the email. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I actually responded and I told him, I thought, I, I, I thanked him for making me laugh out loud because just the way he wrote that was just so funny. Um, and Canyon Ranch, I will put the link in the chat box is absolutely, I'm, I'm curious if anyone has been there before. It is absolutely stunning. Um, this place, and here I'll, I'll get the, Betty's laughing at SR's comment. Um, it's known for being a wellness resort and retreat. And if you get on the website, you know, they have, schedules of fitness and classes there's a spa um it's really a place you can indulge yourself um if you look at the if you look I'm at putting the property the website itself, name in oh it's in i just put the link in the chat box oh okay yeah um it's a 
It's it's it, absolutely stunning. Um, it is it is a gorgeous place. It's they they have a lot of wellness centers and and this the the one that is featured is the one in Lenox, Massachusetts, but they also have mm-hmm. one in Arizona, I believe in Tucson. Yeah, Tucson. Um, and I again that would be a really lovely a really lovely resort to be able to yeah. visit. Yeah, they you know there are all kinds of things that uh, experiences that you can do. They they also have you know you can go for the full body scrubs. You can go for the massages and just the gen the general relaxation of the ranch, as well as any of the hiking and other activities, meditations that they they often do. It that part of uh, Massachusetts is a gorgeous part of Massachusetts to begin with, so. You know, if if you ever have a, <clears throat> a few extra shekels that you want to spend, um, it's a, it's a great place to go. And you'll note when you see it, they they really, um, it the the building itself is this beautiful um, brick. Uh, building with and lots of stone um and they actually are completing the final phase of their spa reservations right now so Mm -hmm. um i'm sure that they are uh the emersons are enjoying their uh fully uh decked out room um well, as I, as I'm looking at the at the web page for Massachusetts, I'm seeing this fitness class. <laughs> <laughs> Me and fitness just don't go together, but that's another story. But they, it's a, I have a sport. feeling that the Emersons will will uh, be well, enjoying well their exercised. Uh, yes, um, yes. Uh, but this is like a yoga class where you're upside down, hanging from um, like uh, cables. Yes, yes. Yeah, I can see myself with that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't oh be able my to untangle myself from that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Betty, anyway. Betty notes that uh, she doesn't think anyone else was invited um, for the trip. And, <laughs> and she can't help but wonder what happened to Maria. Does this mean she, she didn't become baby Emerson number two? Uh, remember how Gabriel pictured having three kids. Well, we're not sure about that, Betty. SR was really, silent on that. Yeah, he was. Um, and, you know, I think because there's a three-year waiting list in Italy to be able to bring Maria mm-hmm. or to adopt Maria, you know, that we'll could have, have been see. part of it. We'll have to, we'll have to see, see there. if there's other parts of the story that are still yet to be told. Mm-hmm. Um Anna's saying, I don't picture Gabriel and Julia in a fitness class. <laughs> and no, Betty says, I, could, I think I Gabriel's idea of exercise in... involves Julia and stilettos. <laughs> True. But I could I could see both of them in a meditation class, meditation session. I think I actually think I could see them doing something, uh, certain types of classes together. Sure. Guided I, meditations are one of them. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'm on a guided meditations kick right now because I've had so much trouble sleeping that I've downloaded that Calm app. Yes. 
and I listen to the guided meditations to fall asleep to. And then that med- there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good meditations, um, and a lot of good sites and sources. Um, True. Online, YouTube has some good ones too. Yeah. Um, my my um, my cousin Helen used to do med- guided meditations, and I would go to them regularly. And they were so, she just had this way of taking you on this uh, exotic journey. And her voice was so calm. And, and she'd speak for an hour. Mm. And I just, I, I always wish she had, had, had tape recorded some of those because they, they were, they were just so relaxing and so meaningful. And, uh, Unfortunately, she never did and passed away before uh, something like uh, podcasting or doing any of this online could have could have worked for her. So, mm. well, uh, I and I'm I'm looking in the in the Ellie chat. Wants, <laughs> Ellie wants to know if they're fencing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Gabriel would be into sexy yoga <laughs> or a couple of thoughts. Anna said. Tantric uh, sex. Yes, yes. Well, I, I think um, just looking at the the Massachusetts setting for Canyon Ranch, they have year-round hiking, beautiful lakes, performing arts. They're near performing arts centers, um, Jacob's Pillow, um, Tanglewood, Shakespeare and Company. And um, they can even take a little day trip to see the Norman Rockwell Museum or Edith Wharton's home, uh, the Mount. So, and both are gorgeous, and and by by the Norman Rockwell Museum, there used to be the Red Lion Inn, which was mm-hmm. this beautiful little. It was right in the center of town, but it was this very old Victorian building, and it was just so beautiful. Mm. I always wanted to stay there. Never got a chance to stay there, but I visited often because I, uh. when I lived in New York, it was a great day, day trip to go up, uh, just hop up the um, Route Nine. I've North never been in that particular part of the country. It just sounds so beautiful. The Berkshire. Oh, Western Mass is, um, is great. And and there, you know, the town of Lenox has boutiques and galleries. And there's a really great. Um, it's not too far the, from the Massachusetts um, Mocha, as they call it, the largest contemporary arts center, Massachusetts mm-hmm. Contemporary Arts Center, um, which you can imagine uh, maybe of an if if the Emersons choose to even um, venture out into the town and leave the property, because I think it just seems so beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous, that area. They're just going to want to spend time. <laughs> well, I, went, saying, I, went, uh, I went looking for Alice's restaurant. <laughs> Did you find it? Uh, in my mind, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Betty's saying, I'm sure Gabriel would love more museum sex. <laughs> well, and, the, Rock, uh, and the Rockwell Museum doesn't have the um, <laughs> ambiance as as the Uffizi. Uh, but Mocha, the would. Contemporary Art Museum, might be a that's good set. That's true. That, that's true. <laughs> um, Anna said there's a salt cave a few hours away. Um, the ladies and I went to. Um, that had music and wine tasting. Oh, that would be fun, Anna. Be so fun. Anna's been to that part of the time. Um, and Elena said, definitely a couple's massage, Anna. 
But I think Gabriel would be taking over Julia's massage very quickly. I don't mm-hmm. think I, he could handle anyone else touching her. <laughs> True. Yes, True. Elena, I think you're right on point with that. And Anna Mm -hmm. said, yes, I think Gabriel would be doing the massaging of his precious, which is true. true. So, oh, this has been a fun little foray into uh, walking down memory lane about the wedding and uh, exploring a little bit about the 11th Mm -hmm. anniversary. Mm -hmm. I think this has been really fun. It has been. And and just talking more and learning more about Assisi, um, it makes me even want to. I always wanted to go, but now I really want to go. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, I know. Hopefully. I know. Someday I'll get back there. Yeah, I will get back there. You were lucky to get there to begin with. True. So I think that's great. Um, and I. No, yeah. All the museums over there are beautiful too. So, but the countryside. I, I, if next time I go, I, you know, I'll visit Florence, but I'll stay in Tuscany. Mm. The the countryside in Tuscany is just so so beautiful. And uh, or maybe we could do an excursion trip together and rent that from one of the villas uh, in where Julie and Gabriel were. That's what I want to do. I'm not even lying. I want to go to that place. Well, we checked that out once. And wasn't there one of the places that was like $5,000 for a week? But you, yeah. you split that up. But it, the, by, I think it's, it was group. for like 10 people or something. Yeah, yeah. It was, so, it was, it was, I think, you know, you, you could possibly make that happen. Yeah, um, we could. Uh, and Betty, yes, COVID has to end in our lifetime. Yes, it's going to. It's going to. Oh, We're going to get not. there. And and Anna noted, too, I don't think Julianne would want her professor being touched either. So. No. Although so. a couple's massages can be can be done well. Yeah. Together. Yeah. I think I think 11 years in, I think there's a more of a comfort factor. Um, the trust is even deeper mm-hmm. at that point. So. And yes, Flora said, definitely check out the Twitter page, Photo Diocese, for that beautiful landscape. So I'm going to be doing that mm-hmm. right now. Um, and, you know, I think, I think this is something that, you know, learning more about these things is one of the great um, joys of doing this podcast. Um, and I'm really happy that we've been able to talk about this today absolutely absolutely so pam what is on the play i think we're at the tail end of the playlist yes we are we are going into wolfgang amadeus mozart and it is there that was there um coming down the aisle the recessional the recessional whatever i can't think this morning on words I Trust screwed me. up my Wordle today so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wordle is everywhere. I have. I'm yes, not. I'm not even going there. And uh, Floor, I did yeah. just start following the photo DSCC. And Wordle's, Wordle's fun. Oh, I know. You, you I, only I, do it once a day. It's not like you're. It's not like you're on candy, candy, whatever it is, crush or <laughs> Angry Birds or mm-hmm. Call of 
Call of War or whatever that other game is that a lot of kids will play, you know, so, or yeah. Farmville. Oh, God, I remember Farmville so bad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> As I'm as I'm scrolling through um, the photos, they four hours ago they posted a snow-covered scene of a CC, and it's really really beautiful. So ladies do, uh, ladies and gents do check this out. Um, well, and Betty asked if we, if we want to jump on the airplane. Be, uh, if we should be th uh, throwing petals or rice, my suggestion would be birdseed or bubbles. I've seen bubbles, oh, bubbles are and nice. then the other, the other thing I've seen, um, so this was more for evening weddings were like sparklers. And that's uh, interesting. Yes. My, my, my cousins did that for a new year's Eve wedding. Um, and it was absolutely stunningly beautiful. If you want to have incredible photos, um, the light, the way the light no, of course, this was a very non-traditional wedding um, and very, very fun, I have to say. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think definitely birdseed, if anything. I, I, I don't feel like Gabriel would be down with having anything thrown. But all I, like I know is when I got married and uh, Jim and I were going off to where our, our uh, after party was reception, whatever you want to call it, because it was at a bar. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to pay the limo driver extra because of all the rice that was thrown into the car. Oh gosh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing, <laughs> I'm sure, um, rice is traditional though, cause it's supposed to be, you know, uh, fertility. encouraging fertility and, and abundance and goodness, um, Ellie actually had bubbles and fairies. Very cute. Mm -hmm. A dove release, Anna noted. Um, That's what Aaron sound like and uh, Rachel did. Uh-huh. Madcap, too, said, but there is an app called Wordus that is like Wordle. It's totally addictive. So there you go, Pam. No, thank Wordus. you. I do enough addictive stuff in my <laughs> life. I don't need any more addictions of anything. Good or bad. <laughs> Wordle's fine. <laughs> I'm going to have to look at it, but I don't think I'm going to, I don't have any of those things on my phone. That would be, you know, uh, what was the one with friends, words with friends or something? I remember. Friends, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, Rachel released 50 doves, Betty noted. Mm -hmm. Flora said she would love bubbles and sparklers. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. It's very, very cool. Um, <laughs> and Kenzie says, I'm not surprised by any of this, Pam. Barefoot and a bar, very fitting for you. Well, I, I, you know, personally, beautiful, big, beautiful weddings are just that big and beautiful. Personally, mm -hmm. I didn't want that. Mm -hmm. I wanted something intimate, something that fit me and my aunt Jim. And so that's what we opted for. We had, um, I got married at my aunt's house and she had this beautiful back patio um that i that was always so warm and welcoming and private and uh it was big she had a fountain in the middle of it and uh so we had a, a priest come to us come there we didn't have the full mass we just had uh you know the, the ceremony and, and friends and we all at my aunt's house we did the cake and the champagne and 
you know, that kind of stuff. And it was fun. So then we went, um, my husband worked at a bar at the time and they offered to have us, they'd close the bar for us for the night, which was great. And everybody, all of our friends that did not come to the wedding were at the bar and, and there was a, a nice little bar fight between my cousin Johnny and uh, one of Jim's friends, well, my husband and wife <laughs> friends. And that was interesting. Um, my brother-in-law was, uh, my, my, my brother-in-law was, was in his glory because he had moved away from the area at one point in time and came back and a lot of the people he knew were at this wedding. And um, my cousin Johnny said it was the best wedding he ever went to and he had two <laughs> of them of his own. So <laughs> it was fun. I wore flowers in my hair. I was definitely what my sister called a hippie bride. Um, I did not have a Lily Miller dress i had uh gunny sacks i so love it very peasanty very peasanty anyway. i t i said to you earlier i i said this in the email to sr i wish i would have attended that wedding because i know it was going to be a fun time and betty noted sounds like a fun wedding pam small and intimate wedding is always better than big in her opinion um and i think yeah i think that was it just right for you and i think that's i think that's, that's the way this was written um, in the book, just right for them. It was just right for them, and mm -hmm. um, so. just beautiful. I love absolutely. it. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it. So anyway, so we're going to uh, come back next week, and I believe we're going to be working on the next chapter next week. Back to Gabriel's promise. Yes, and, I believe uh, we're. I believe I we're at a... chapter. Uh, going to be chapter 46. Yeah, I think it's 46. Gabriel's Promise, which is hard to believe we're that far through the book. I know. Already? And I, may have, and I may have some fun jury stories for you, and then again, I may not, so who knows? That's right. <laughs> the Adventures of Pam and Jury Duty. <laughs> Should be good. But thank Hang you all for anyway. joining us and celebrating. <laughs> um, it was really, really a fun, really, really a fun podcast, and <laughs> and Betty noted, by the way, Luca is human. Uh -huh. From last week, our continuation of the yes. that discussion. So, I, well, and I so thanks. It's wonderful to have you in the chat. She's saying wonderful to hear you. It's, it's wonderful to, to have you. you have you back in. Kenzie's in. wishing everyone a great day, and and you too, Kenzie. Kins. Yes, enjoy we'll, everybody. We'll come back next week. So I'm leaving you with uh, the beginning of the soundtrack, Jesus, Joy of Man's Desiring. Have a great one.